Hey listeners, and welcome to the second episode of Don't Forget Your Towel. We're carrying on with our D&D one-shot this week. Thanks for sticking with us, and we hope you enjoy. And most importantly, don't forget your towel. Our heroes are light in a town lost in time. Adventure is here to seek. They'll take up the fight. Set the clocks all aright. Who is the pink wizard sheep? Be it our strength, our wit, our craft. From Faerun to Arkham to Mars. We'll take the quest, make foes and friends. People, okay. Turn, turn back, back around. around. You you find yourself face to face with what looks like at this point you don't really know, but what looks like an old wizened well man. Um, he's an elf. You can tell by his very pointy ears, and his hair just is quite long, white, a uh, long white beard. He's wearing a very very loose pink nightshirt that just reaches his <laughs> um his knees. Around that he's draped the sheet. One of his eyes looks like half closed, almost like he's asleep, and the other eye is just darting around, all around, just making sure, between the four of you at least. Um, and he looks otherwise pretty alive and not animalistic. Hello! <clears throat> Sorry. Are you the time wizard? Yes, yes, I am the time wizard. Why were you a sheep? Why not? Today was seemed like a sheeply kind of day, and I felt like a sheep, and I woke up, and I was a sheep. Can you tell us what it was like to be a sheep? Very sheeply, but not too sheeply. You don't want to go too sheeply, you see. If you're too sheeply, you don't know if you'll come back as a sheep or as me. What brings travelers here after so long? There are people who've been stealing your clocks in your city. Did you not know that? Oh, yes, yes, I do. That's actually part of why I decided to become a sheep. Because I had hoped that sheeps don't worry. Turns out they worry about a lot of things. Really? Yes. Like what? Grass. Oh, wow. Have you ever worried about grass, young No, one? Yes. tell me. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even the wizard gives you a quizzical look there, Coral. <laughs> yes. It's Sylvanus's underarm hair, grass. <laughs> is that how you describe it? It's like his armpit hair is the grass. Sure. I said, tell me, Kronos, why are clocks so important in this clock themed town? Ah, yes. Have you not been told by the town's mayor, Tomlin? He is such a depressed young man. Or old man. I can't... I don't see the world through that lens. He he places his hand on your shoulder and says, Nor do I. I'm actually quite young. Only 300 years old. Oh, that is quite young, actually. This is all the stress. Wow. Yes. Is your soul, like, tortured? No, I was lying. I'm actually 700 years old. Oh. I could die tomorrow. But tell me, Kroner, why are clocks so important here? Well, this town is named Hororororororogium. Yes. Rolls off the tongue. It really does. Hororororororogium. Hororororororogium. You know... I would, if I had gold, I would give it to you because you're probably the first adventurer to actually pronounce it correctly. It means a lot to us village folk. This is the town that created the first clock in all the continent of Faerun. Yes. If this clock, he points upwards, is to be stolen, all time, all around, would not be the same anymore. Really? Probably. Well, the, uh, uh, the sticks are quite high, then. Yes, that's what I told myself when I turned myself into a sheep. <laughs> Karima is looking at the sky like, disappointed because it's like the thing of, like, I get to meet my idol. Uh, this, guy's, this guy's crazy, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, look, 
we're here to try to find the thieves and stop them. So just tell us what you know. Well, there are 12 clocks around this tower that are supposed to protect the tower from being destroyed or stolen. It's actually much easier to steal the clock in the tower than it is to steal the clocks outside the tower because the tower clock isn't protected by anyone because I'm usually asleep. But that's why I was hoping that the clocks outside that belonged to the people outside would be protected. But oh no. Oh no. Well, I mean, we can go and retrieve these clocks, but do you have a lead of where we can start? Unfortunately, no one knows who or why. Well, I guess we can guess why they want to steal the clocks. To steal this clock. Again, he points upwards. But who the thief is, this clock thief, this temporal kleptomaniac is, we do not know. All I know is that the villagers here have been raised to love these clocks. After all, since me and my partner built these clocks hundreds of years ago, time in all of Afarin has been working properly. No dilly-dallying with the weave has been going on. Yes, the clocks are connected to the weave. So the weave is kind of like where all magic comes from. Who is your partner? His name. Oh, I forget his name, actually. His name, I believe, was Steve. <laughs> Some partner. Uh, so I suppose this was a very long time ago. Very, Steve's very no longer long around. Time. Was he not an elvish like yourself? No, he was a dwarf, my best friend, a dwarf. And I know what you're going to say. Yes, we were together like that as well. Uh, that's not what I was going to say. I but... was. Oh, okay. Well, we we were a couple, and we were both dallying in the magics of time. And one day, we found out that if we connected a clock to the weave, we could maintain a connection to all magic, and thus keep time proper. No dilly-dallying with time. No portals through time. No magic that could... Destroy the fabric. Well, uh, I, I am a studier of the arcane myself, um, and these clocks are precious to you, yes? Well, yes, of course. And do you, uh, through my divining, I, I know that it's possible to sometimes locate an object that's important to you. You wouldn't have any inklings to where it is if you tried at doing that? I could describe it to you, but otherwise, I don't know where it is, unfortunately. I do know where the last clock is, the twelfth clock that is supposed to protect this tower. Um, I could show you where that is, but that is the best I can do, young traveler. Well, I guess if you describe what the clocks look like, maybe we could use magic to find them? Well, I mean, it's out of my capabilities, but maybe we can ask around and investigate. Of course, I will take you to the last clock. And he just kind of like walks out in his robes uh, without, like doesn't close the door or doesn't beckon to you, just, just walks out. I say, ha ha ha! A quest in which the very nature of space and time is at stake. Yes, I don't know if any of your pirate friends are going to believe this story. <laughs> it doesn't matter, just as long as I do it. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> oh, this seems like too much adventure for a lifetime. Um, as he's walking, he starts talking about a lot of things. He starts talking mainly about clocks and what clocks mean and the importance of clocks doesn't really make much sense to you for the most part. Um, he does start talking about his life as well and all about the clocks. Um, he's just repeating things about clocks at the moment, not, not making much sense. Oh, okay. Where are we going? Oh, you'll, you'll know soon enough. We're going to the last clock, the twelfth clock, the most important clock of them all. It kind of reminds me of that time when we actually created the first clock. Do you want to hear the story? No. Great. No, no, That's no, no, great. No, no, no. I'm just going to uh, question here. Uh, so the twelfth clock's not been stolen yet. This is an important one that hasn't been stolen. This is, that is right? correct. The twelfth clock has not been stolen yet. It's with a friend of mine. Well, a friend of the mayor's, at least. I don't like the guy. Uh, right. Uh, so Why do don't you like the mayor? Yes. Oh, no, I like the mayor. It's just the mayor's friend, the last 12 clock that I don't like. His family never liked me, and I never liked him. The clock is a person? No, the clock belongs to a person, although the clock could be a person. Maybe the clock is a person. That We should investigate that. Right, well, do you think uh, just by us being there, perhaps we could stop further criminals Perhaps stealing this is 12th a, clock. Yes. You think someone might try and take it soon, I presume? That is a good question. So far, the clocks have been taken out at different days, different different nights, always at night, always at midnight. But what day? What night? What night is the question, my young adventurers? 
maybe we should look at the dates and see if there's a pattern. Yes, yes, that's a very good point. Let's do that! Yes, yes, that's, okay. that's, we should do that. Could you maybe tell us the date? Oh, 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 you I want like, me... I'm, I'm going into my bag and getting, like, parchment and a quill, and I like... He takes it and starts writing something down, and he keeps talking. So, as I was saying about my friend before, I was rudely interrupted by uh, a pen, I suppose. He stops for a moment, <laughs> <laughs> stares at the pen for a while, and then starts, resumes walking. When we tapped into the power of the weave, we found that... Looking into it for too long makes it look into you. My friend, my friend named Steve, I'm sure I've mentioned it to him to you before. Yeah, you, Steve, you mentioned. He was a good dwarf. He was a lovable, affable dwarf until he looked into that weave and he went insane. I mean, who goes insane by looking into a weave, am I right? Yeah, no one that's here right now. No, no, a person, and despite our long-running relationship, a person as sane as I could not deal with his insanity, and so we broke up, and he left, saying something about something that I can't remember because this was a while ago. I'm just shot in the dark here. Uh, could Steve be the thief? No. That sounds incredibly unlikely. I mean... I don't think he could ever steal from me. I mean, he was always an incompetent little fool. Some kind of crazy spurned lover. Well... Yeah, and you said he was insane, and he probably would know where the clocks are, right? Uh, he might, you know, have a grudge against you. Yeah. You all make good points, and I truly understand that you are coming from a background of many investigations and uh, adventures of that sort. But no... Okay, well, I, well, I am satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> well, just know if it is, if we do find it was Steve, we're all going to say I told you so. Sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you above the sound of not being true. I'm just going to say I told you, and then when it's true, I'll say so. That I can, I can deal with. Yes, fine. When Steve shows up, if he ever shows up, if he's even alive anymore, then I will say I told you. Right. Well, I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the twelfth clock, if that's okay. Yes, um, yes. Do you have those dates? Oh, yes. Here's a notebook, and he passes the notebook to you. It's filled with a lot of pictures of sheep, um, <laughs> like very crude drawings of sheep, and not very well drawn sheep. Um, some small sheep, some big sheep, some small sheep with big heads, and most importantly, some big sheep with small heads. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Um, I meant we meant dates of time. Not your, um... Previous days? Previous <laughs> encounters. Coddle, it seems like this man is completely <laughs> off his rocker. Yeah, so you are walking down some street, and he, he the way he walks, he's like no, normal speed. Like, he's an old man, and he's not very fast. So it's very easy for you, Coral. Finally, somebody's allowing you to, you know, keep at the pace of the party. Um, however, the moment... Whenever he comes to a, a intersection, he suddenly just like swerves the right or left very, very quickly. And it's almost like he's trying to run away from you. And so the first few times he literally just sprints past a intersection and then starts walking slowly again. Why? You do not know. I feel like we're going around in circles. <laughs> and just as you say that, he stops. You find yourselves in front of another cottage. It's, again, two chimneys, and it, it's quite a quaint cottage. Two stories tall. But it, it's generally a quaint cottage. It's smaller than most of the other ones. And the door has an engraving of a clock on it. We're here. This is where the twelve clock is. It should be guarded by five men inside. Or was it women? It doesn't matter. Five individuals inside. Right. Well, uh, let me just see about that. Uh, I'm going to cast clairvoyance yeah i think Ooh. i can um cast like through the door i just want to see what's inside so it says i create an invisible sensor within range uh in a location so it's got a range of a mile but i just want to place it behind the door yep yep what does this look like to you so um i guess like you just see like strands of the sand come out of my glass orb and just like kind of touch my temple and just like light up a little bit oh. and my eyes are closed but yeah. Remind me, does clairvoyance tell you any inanimate objects or does it tell you the whole area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I create an invisible sensor behind the door and I can use my action to either see or hear and I can switch that action. It lasts for 10 minutes. So I just want to see first. 
yes, behind so the door. And you, I can just look full 360. Yep. So you look inside the door and you see a room and you see a small stool in the middle. And on that stool is a clock. And there is a woman pacing back and forth um, in the room and no one else. Uh, the room itself contains uh, a few other desks. Um, one of the desks has a few plates on it um, with some food that's been half eaten. And there's a few... Uh, shelves of books. Is the woman armed? Does she look dangerous? No, she looks not dangerous at all. And if I switch to hearing, what do I hear? Uh, you can, she's mumbling something beneath her breath. Uh, you recognize the word Kronos, but that's all. Okay. Uh, I, I come out of it. What is it? I've used my magic to see behind the door. Mm. And then I turn back to uh, the wizard and I say, uh, there's not five men behind there. There's a woman there pacing oh, in front no, of a no. clock on a stool. There's definitely not five gentlemen behind that door. You must be mistaken. There's definitely five men behind the door or women. I, I do not discriminate. There is not. Why are you lying to us? Well, if there aren't, then they must be somewhere else. And he starts looking around like he checks underneath your shell. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just starts crawling around you guys. Why don't we just open the door? Yes, let's prove it to him. Yes, why don't you, Ida? Why don't you open the door? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's okay. Mark, yes. you, Ada. <laughs> Ada, like, kind of puffs up her chest yeah. a little bit like, yeah, 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 getting in the zone. <laughs> okay. Um, and then she walks up to the door and turns the handle. Well, the handle opens. I mean, uh, well, the handle doesn't open, but the, the door opens. door doorknob yeah. turns. Okay. And she pushes the door open. And the door definitely opens, and you can walk inside if you wish. Uh, what you see is essentially what uh, Karima saw, but the woman suddenly stops and looks towards you, surprised. Uh, hey, we're here for the clock. What? Uh, we're with the wizard guy. We've come to look at the clock. G'day, g'day. Is Kronos in here as well with you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kronos, uh, I, I look back at Kronos. Could you get could you get him to come? Because I've been waiting for the whole day. Kronos, they they've been waiting for the whole day. Kronos is just still searching for these. Uh, I, I'm like going up behind Kronos, and I'm gonna say, "All right, here we go." And I'm gonna like <laughs> ease him in the room, and I say, "Now show me where these five gentlemen are." Ah, yes. Okay. Um. Well. Um. I like bring him face to face with this woman. Well, you're not a man. Uh, he says to this woman, and the woman just kind of face bombs and just looks down to Kronos and says, Oi, I've been waiting for you for the whole day. You were supposed to be here to this morning. Um, and Kronos doesn't respond really and looks back at you. Well, I, I need to search for my other men that I placed here for protection. Uh, can you help me with that? Um, excuse me, what was this meeting about this morning? Well, that's, it's good that you ask. I assume you may be his friends or companions or travelers, I imagine. I've never seen you around before. Have we just met this morning? Yes, well, this is the last clock of the in, in the town, the important clock. We need to protect it, otherwise... Yes, we're here to track down the clock thieves. Right, and you came here because... Well, I mean, if this clock needs protecting, then perhaps we should stand guard around it. Uh, oh, brilliant. We have no other leads as to where to find this yeah, criminal. maybe catch the thief when they come to, like, get the clock. No, no, this is a good idea. Um, Yes, of course, please come in, come in. Um, She, like, runs to the desk and, like, takes some chairs and places it near you and says, well, take a seat, take a seat. Uh, I'm guessing... He and points to Kronos, who's still just kind of crawling around, looking under like small cracks, looking through the floorboards, that sort of thing. She says, I'm guessing he hasn't told you much about what you're doing here. Um, he uh, jibber jabbers a lot. Yeah, I can tell. He's lost his clock, so. Um... He's completely cuckoo. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's what it is. Um, but it's because of his clock. So is everybody assigned a special clock, and if you lose it, you lose part of yourself or something? What's going on here? What? Not not everybody, just the oldest families in the town, uh, 12 families. We all we all keep a clock, and the clock keeps us all safe. As long as the clocks stay in their places, the tower remains fine, and the world is as it is. However, well, so we've been told at least, but certainly the clocks in these families do drive the people slightly. She kind of trails off as she looks at... Um, the old man. Have you ever heard of a dwarf named Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, could you... What? Have you ever heard of a dwarf named Steve? No, I can't say that I have. Partner of Kronos, many years ago. I, well, he did have a partner. Um, long-standing marriage, I hear. But I don't know what happened to him. Well, they're separated, and I mean, the only person we can think so far that might have a grudge could be Steve. 
Do you have any other leads? He's our number one suspect. Not to be judgmental, but I don't think anyone with a name such as Steve could be particularly worth your attention. Well, I mean, we did just come into a city where a pink sheep was essentially the leader of your town. Sorry, what? Ah, yes. <laughs> you uh, see, Karim is not of the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Karim is just like, just kind of like hid in the hands, just kind of like. Does this mean anything to you? And I pass her the page of sheep drawings. Well, well, young lady, I'd, I'd say this looks like a page of sheep drawings. Yes, as I suspected. As I, I'm glad you suspect. I would be worried if you suspected anything different, I'd have to say. <sighs> well, I don't know about all of you, but I think I'm all questions out. I'm going to ask one final question. Uh, what would you like us to do? <laughs> by all means. Well, I just imagine that you've been hired by the wizard. Is, is that a valid statement? Yes. Well, he hasn't paid us yet. Right. Well... We haven't had to protect anything yet, or... Well, if you don't mind helping me protect the clock from whatever may happen to it, which I imagine may happen any day at this point... Yeah, so that's the thing. We asked the wizard the dates that the clocks have been stolen on to see if there was a pattern, and he drew the sheep. So, do you know the dates? Yes, yes I do. It's, it's been every three days. Every three days. Okay, and how many days since the last time? So if if you are ice, and it is a pattern, which it actually seems like it is now that I think about it. Every three days is pretty, you know, <laughs> yes. patterny. Pretty conclusive evidence. For a city devoted to time, <laughs> you said that the clocks confused the... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Krimi realized he's like overstepped the line of it. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm frustrated. Uh, continue your, what you were saying. No, no, um, I, I understand your pain. I'm frustrated. I've been waiting in this room alone for the whole day and nothing's happened. Um, if, if it is a pattern and if it is every three days, then I imagine the next day is tonight. Oh, that, that's good timing. Yes, very convenient. Well, I think we should set up guard and keep watch and uh, try and stop these criminals then. Awesome. Sounds good to me. Yes, um, do you have a plan about that? Points at the wizard who's scurrying, like, out the door at this point. Uh, tie him up. You know, any other day and I would have... Yeah, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Any yeah, other day I would, and today is no different. <laughs> Instantly she just goes out, goes towards one of her drawers and, like, takes out a whole, like, length of rope and then just tosses it to you, Karima. Yeah. And says, well, guess we should get started. You look like you can handle him. Yes, I go up to the time wizard and I say, my goodness, is this a rope of time? And I like <laughs> look him in the eye and say, why, I think it would be fitting for a time wizard. <laughs> Could you roll me? Ooh, you have a choice between persuasion or deception if you wish. Um, okay. And you're rolling on advantage because that is a very good, very good idea. Uh, let me have a look here. Actually, no, I'll, I'll go deception. Yeah, go so for it. Try and trick him. Actually, I haven't rolled. I'm going to net 20 this with my porter. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm going to use my 20. Brilliant. Um, he, he stares you down for a moment and his eye as well as the one awakened eye is just kind of staring up and down. Um, and he just tries to grab at the rope and says, my rope, mine. Ah, no, but he must not have it yet. To get its full power, you must be tied up with it on that chair. Oh, okay. And he just kind of like runs up to the chair and takes a seat. Uh, Prospero, would you help me uh, complete this time ritual? Let's complete the time traditions! You hear like a cheer coming from the wizard. <laughs> yeah, like, we time yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like bouncing up and down and like, joy, this is happening. Yeah, yeah I do several hefty sailor's knots. Um, you can hear him saying, I feel the power. The power is within me. Oh, these ropes. Thank you, young one. These ropes have presented me with a power of time beyond compare. Seems like it was your destiny. Great. And then as soon as that's done, he's like, turns to the woman like, that's done. So uh, <laughs> it. Yeah. All right, then. She gives you like a quizzical, like kind of like an amused quizzical look. And it's just like, sure. Oh, very well. Um, what's the plan now? Do you, do you have any plans for this kind of situation? Uh, what what time of day is it? At this point, it's probably late evening, around 6-ish p.m. You've been walking around for a okay. while. Even later, actually. It's almost nightfall. Guess we just wait till midnight. Well, maybe we should set up some kind of, uh, I don't know, lookout system or, you know, yes. something. Yes, I think that sounds good. Uh, what a job would you like to do, Prospero? I will hide in the shadows. 
undetected by any eye or ear. That sounds great. Well, I, I think I'm better at a distance, so... What would be, I'd turn to the woman and say, any good vantage point of the windows that I could look out from? Well, certainly there's a few windows here and there, and there's the second floor if you want to go there. But I, I honestly could not tell you how the Steve plans to steal the thing. Oh, where is the clock? She points to the middle of the room where there's a stool upon which is the clock. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so we want the thieves to come in here looking for the clock so we can catch him, right? Yes. Yeah. So maybe some people on the second floor looking out of the window, some people on the first floor hiding in the shadows. Yes. I can easily hide in a shadow. I'm very good at hiding. Okay, great. And then when the people on the second floor see that the thieves are coming, we give a signal to the people on the first floor. Ah, yes. Well, I have got a little magic trick I can do if I'm on the second floor. Okay. I can use this copper wire here, and you put that a copper wire, and I can uh, message them into their mind. So I will message your mind, Prospero. Message my mind, friend. My mind is open to receive messages. <laughs> Great. Uh, does that sound good? Excellent. Okay. I would just like to say that was my tactical genius at work. That's going to be going in my autobiography, Lessons from the Soul. Yes, well, I, I that will be a... I will read that chapter many times. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> positions then. I go in the darkest corner of the dimly lit room. And I insert myself into oh, a yeah. nearby cupboard. Yes, of course. Um, and what do you two do again? Uh, I'm going to go to the second floor. Hopefully there's a big window. Yeah. I'm just going to like crouch down and just kind of, if there's blinds, just kind of scan. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't, Do you want someone with you on the second floor or have you got that covered? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think actually I could probably be okay up here. Okay, great. I will stay on the first floor also. Um, okay, what else is in the room? What do I see? Yes, so there are two desks on opposite sides. There is a staircase going upstairs. There are a couple of bookshelves and a couple of closets, one of which contains the now um, silent coral. And there is a stool in the middle, a couple of like more than a couple of chairs, and a chair upon which the wizard is tied down on as well. Uh, nothing much else is in the co- in this floor of the cottage, at least. It's pretty sparsely decorated, as far as you can uh, um, It's the desk one that's, like, got a full back, so I wouldn't be seen if I was, like, to hide in it? Or... Right. No, it's unfortunately open from all sides. Um, it's the staircase, like, if could I go around the corner of the staircase and be hidden? You could hide beneath the staircase, yes. Oh, beneath the staircase? Well, yes. So the staircase starts before, like, a few feet before the wall. So it's going upwards, and so there's a gap. So there's a little gap. Yes. Okay. There's a gap between the wall and the staircase, essentially. Okay. I will hide in the gap between the wall and the staircase. Sure thing. Brilliant. And you're just waiting until midnight strikes. I'll be watching. I'll be waiting. Are you doing anything anything else to pass the time while this is happening? I am praying to my god. I am praying to Sylvanus to pass the time. Brilliant. I love hearing your prayers to Sylvanus. Um. <laughs> so coming. Oh, I should be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, this is happening. Um, the woman has left. At least she she's left the house. You don't know where she went. Um, regardless, you you wait past the hours, and finally, just as you like the night's getting to you, you hear the familiar sounds of dong twelve times over. Um, the first six times is like, this is nice, this is an interesting way of telling time. You don't often see clock towers around. After the first six times, it just gets annoying. Like, twelve dongs is a bit more than you can deal with. However, once the twelfth dong hits, you hear a crackle coming from the sky, and suddenly there's a huge crashing sound that you see to be the cottage just in front of the cottage you're in. Uh, okay, uh, great. So you essentially see this black, uh, like, it's almost like a huge boulder comes crashing down from the air, uh, breaks through the roof of the cottage, not the cottage you're in, just the one in front of you. And with that crashing is also a very maniacal cackle. (laughs) Okay, I get out my copper piece of wire and I turn to Prospero and say, Large boulder figure crashed into opposing cottage. Prepare for battle. This just in. Have your wits about you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
I draw my rapier. So all you see is this boulder-like thing just crashing in through the roof into the cottage. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I will I will keep an eye out up here. Uh, brace yourselves. I'm just going to watch for a bit. Bracing, it seems as though some sort of boulder-shaped thing has crashed into the cottage next door. Wow. Maybe coming for the clock. We must block this clock. We are the clock blockers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm like readying myself to emerge from under the stairs. I've got my hand on where my longsword is. Yeah. I'm relaying like, no movement yet. So you're all at the edge of your chairs just waiting for anything to happen. For something to happen. Nothing happens. What's happening? At this point, suddenly the earth beneath you starts to kind of rumble a bit. Almost like it's a tremor of some sort. And the cottage itself starts to kind of just like tilt, toe and fro. And suddenly, like this large uh, earthly hand comes out from beneath the cottage and pulls down the clock. (gasps) I jump on top of the hand. Yep. Not on our watch! Do we have time to like run out and try? Could you all roll decks to see if you can actually make it? I'm just just like, (laughs) nothing yet. Is it just straight dicks? Yeah, uh, give me an acrobatics. Acrobatics. Yeah, why not? 18. 18. Okay, 19 plus 6 is... Oh, wow. 25. Wow. I got 14. You got 14. Um, You don't succeed, so knowing that you failed, what what happens as you attempt to try to grab onto the clock? So is, is the hole forming, or is it just like dirt coming up and going down into Yeah, it's dirt. more like dirt coming out. Like It's almost like, imagine uh, the clock in the middle of the room and then two hands erupting out from the ground and then kind of grabbing on around and then pulling it downwards. Right, and then once it's down, it's just ground? Or is there yes. a cavity that's a hole? It is just ground. It's just ground. Okay, as soon as I see the hands, I go, not on my watch! And I go to run and leap for it, but I end up just leaping through the window. <laughs> out of the cottage. Yes. <laughs> and I imagine, like, you, you're you very athletic as well, so I imagine you just roll and give it a somersault and it's like suddenly just turn up with your sword out and basically like, ha-ha, where is everyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On your feet and everything. Um, fortunately, both Ada and Coral do succeed. Um, so you manage to grab hold of the, the clock just as the dead hand. Can I try, because I have my hand on my longsword, as I'm running, can I pull it out and can I try to slash at the hand as well? Yes, you, sure, you can do both if you want. Actually, so you're trying to slash, is that what you would be trying to do? That's, yeah, uh, I mean, I'll try grab the clock as well. Given your character, do you think it is realistic to grab onto the clock as well as having a longsword with one hand and stabbing it? If you think that's a viable option for your character, I'll allow it. Um, I'm pretty strong. <laughs> sure, I'll take that as a yes. So I'll make you roll, uh, roll an attack um, with the longsword. Uh, that was an eight to hit. So your longsword just hits the the dirt, but it basically just it hits it and just gets rejected by the hand. Just like doink, doink. Yes. Meanwhile, Coral, you managed to grab onto the clock with both your hands. Uh, do you want to roll me a athletics piece to see if you manage to? keep the clock with you or if you lose it oh okay can i give advantage since i'm helping yes oh so i can't be dragged down along with the clock because that was my plan oh um we'll see did you want to be dragged down <laughs> into the crowd? that was my plan to go with it see where it's going right. okay um 14 minus 1 13 uh, you can roll again because i'm giving advantage it. oh thank you so 13. Yeah, <laughs> 13. Unfortunately, while you do manage to grab onto the clock and you feel your hands grabbing onto something, the force is too strong and the clock gets dragged into the ground before you manage to actually grab hold strong enough and with a good firm grasp that can keep it up. However, there is something in your hand. What is it? Uh, well, once you take out your hand out of the ground. Cause oh, my hand's uh, in the ground. Yeah. Okay. You find your hand has grasped a piece of paper. It says suckers. What does it say, Coral? It says two times shall fall the secondary clock. From then the tertiary descends the will. Now the quaternary stays. Clocks will fly, exclamation mark. 
dusks stand still with the primary tower. I will write that down for you. Do I need to say all of that or can we just pretend I did? <laughs> well, what is actually Karima doing? Because Karima has no yeah, idea no, what's yeah, going uh, on. At this point, you uh, hear uh, Prospero, nothing yet. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, as he's looking out the window. I walk, oh, walk back in the house, like, confused, like, the impossible has happened. Something has escaped my... What? I guess if you're shouting that, I probably heard what. Uh, yes. So I'm going to start running down the stairs. So as you're running down, the wizard's just like screaming as well. One comes before two, or just two come before one. Two comes before one, two comes before one. Shut up, you babbling idiot. What is going on here? The clock, she is missing. How? There was a, a big sand hand that came up from the floor and got the clock. and We, we tried to grab it, but, you know, uh, yeah. But I have something. I have something. Oh, you, you have... It says... Two times shall fall the secondary clock. From then the tertiary descends with will now. The quaternary stays. Clocks will fly. Dusk stands still with the primary tower. Some kind of foreign language. Uh, sounds like common to me. Some sort of common language. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is in common, I should okay. mention, and you can all read it. Whether you figure it out, both either in or outside of character, is up to you <laughs> guys. So for our listeners, I'll repeat again. Two times shall fall the secondary clock. From then, the tertiary descends with will. Now the quaternary stays. Clocks will fly. Dusks stand still with the primary tower. Wait, it's not just one dusk. There's more than one? That doesn't make sense. Quaternary. The fourth in order? So there is a secondary clock, and then a tertiary, and then a quaternary, and then clocks fly. How many clocks have been stolen now? Twelve, with this one. Uh, I go over to the wizard. Does this mean anything to you? All I can tell you is that one comes after two. No, it doesn't. No, it does, it does, it really does. Okay, what do you mean? Well, two clocks. And then? Mm. Oh, um, can I roll like an intelligence check or something to see if I can understand like what he's saying or like the significance of what he's saying? Um, go for it. You can roll insight for me. I can roll insight. 14. 14. Um, so a few aspects of what happened. Firstly, he was definitely privy to what was being spoken by Coral when she was actually reading out the um, lines of, on the paper. And it's only after she read it out did he start shouting out, one comes after two. Uh, I can notice that these are like some of the words are capitals. That is actually like that. Yep, that's intentional. Okay. So in the first line, the two is capital and clock is capital. In the second line, from is capital and will is capital. In the third line, now is capital and fly is capital. And in the fourth line, dusks is capital and tower is capital. Basically, the first and last words of every line is capitalized. Are these capitals mean something, wizard? Capitals always mean something important. Two clock from... TCF, NFDT. Two clock from... Will now, from will now fly. Now. Oh, two, two o'clock from now fly. What about will as well? Two, two o'clock from now will. No, two o'clock. Two o'clock from will. Two o'clock will now, now fly dusks. No, two o'clock from will now fly dusks. <laughs> Tower. We solved the riddle. <laughs> the riddle is solved. The wizard laughs again and says, No, 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 you must remember one comes after two. One comes after two. One comes after two. So if two times shall fall the secondary clock, then one? I don't, I don't get it. Um, could you all roll me insight again, since you're all trying to figure this out? I'm an orc of very little brain. One. <laughs> so appropriate. <laughs> uh, 20. 20. Not is natural. It? Okay. 17. So far, two passes. Uh, 12. Two passes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing you notice about the poem is that each line has a, well, uh, I wouldn't say number, but a qualifier to it. You've got secondary, tertiary, quaternary, and primary. I already noticed that. Oh, the primary. Oh, so two comes 
one comes after two because it's secondary, tertiary, quaternary, and primary. Is that what you mean, wizard? The wizard gives a hiccup. Affirmative hiccup. An affirmative hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that doesn't really help. Do you have anything else to say? The order is important, you see. One must come after two. While, while the Brainiacs are figuring out the riddle, I'm going to go to the cottage next mm-hmm. door yep. and have an investigate. Have a oh, snoop nice. around. Yeah. yeah, so is anyone else going with... Um... Yeah, I think Karima will go. Team, it seems as though I am ill-suited to these sort of mind-bending puzzles, but I shall investigate the cottage next door where the boulder fell. I will come as well. Poetry has never been my thing. So inside the cottage, once you get in there, you do see that it is indeed a boulder that has been thrown through, basically breaking the cottage's ceiling as well. Um, On the boulder, it's quite a smooth boulder, like almost like an egg. And on the boulder, engraved on it is the name Tim the Time Turner. Do you see this boulder, Karima? Smooth. (gasps) And text, Tim the Time Turner. How big is that? About the same size as... About the same um, size coral. as, yeah, yeah, I'd say. Like, in terms of the full area of it, at least. I'm going to try and lift it. <laughs> yes, you can lift it without much trouble at all. Oh, oh. yeah. Not oh. quite as <laughs> heavy as you thought. It's deceptively light. <laughs> I'm going to have a wee peek underneath. So, are you looking for any kind of thing? That... Um, maybe just a, some sort of exit point where something may have come out of this egg. Well, then you're in luck because there is a hole beneath that rock. Whoa! Karima, some sort of hole I've discovered. Ah! Come look at my hole. I, uh, <laughs> I tap my orb and I shine the light towards the hole. It's definitely quite a bit deep. Yeah. It's large enough for... I don't know if it's large enough for you, Karima, yeah. but it's definitely large enough for, say, Coral or even Ada, I believe. Hmm. This looks like some sort of entry point All right. from our mysterious space egg. Uh, you stay here. I'll quickly uh, get them back. And I come back in and I say, Coral, Ada, uh, bring bring the poetry with you. I've got something to show you. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, and, uh, scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. Yeah, I lead them to the hole. Uh, can one of you fit down there and investigate, please? This giant egg was on top of it. Uh, okay. This is the thing I saw crash into this cottage. I think it's linked to the hand that stole the clock. Right, right. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, well, Coral, what do you want to do? You want to do the poem or the hole? I guess I better do the hole. I'm the best one for holes. <laughs> they, they old game show the poem or the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's okay. I think I've got this poem thing figured out anyway. What we have to do is we have to look beyond the words deep into the artist's soul. That's where the real truth lies. Well, uh, <laughs> let us know when your soul searching comes to answers. Uh, great. So, if you don't mind getting into the hole this hole uh, how deep is it you don't know yet uh well uh, let's have a look then i put my staff of light uh towards the hole yeah it's not that very deep you can jump down it's probably a couple of meters deep uh, I'm... you can do it coral get up in my hole that's three times my height oh actually no i've got i've got i've got the oh, how do we get you back up there hmm. have we got a rope uh, I have a rope. Ada has a rope. Great. Would you feel more comfortable if Karima tied this rope around your waist and lowered you down? That will be better, yes. How about we do that for you getting up and instead we spice us up with a bit of magic and I cast Featherfall. Uh, <laughs> featherfall. I cast Featherfall on her and push her in. <laughs> How do you feel, Coral? Just being like pushed. So, yeah, Featherfall means you will just like lightly touch the ground. So, you do fall down. At first, it seems like you're just going to fall right down, but for some magical way, you manage to just lightly touch the ground. Uh, is, he, is she in darkness? Is anyone. Uh, so, like. Someone throw down a torch, please. Uh, actually, yeah, I could. I could do that. I, um, uh, what do I do? I pull out a piece of <laughs> parchment and I cast light cantrip on it and just like let it float down. <laughs> yes. So now there is, you. there is a piece of paper that emits light for you, Coral. Okay, here we go. And I look around. What do I see? So you see that you're in a tunnel. Um, the tunnel goes to your left and to your right. Uh, leftwards, it seems to go directly towards the cottage that you were in before. Rightwards seems to be in the opposite direction. And the tunnel seems to stretch far, far deep on both sides. At least from that little light, you, you can't tell where it ends. Okay. I'm going deeper. I'm, I'm going to go and explore. 
So I'm going to take the path away from the cottage. Away from the cottage? Yes. Cool. So you walk for quite a while and eventually, actually, it's going to take Cora around half an hour or so. Do you three do something in the meanwhile? Hmm. Maybe we'll, I'll, I'll do a bit of looking around on this boulder. I'm going to try, I'm going to prod it. I'm going to throw it off the roof. It's a whole lot of different things. When you throw it off the roof, the boulder breaks. <gasps> Oopsie! <laughs> I'm going to have a look. Is there anything inside? Is it a no, special kinder right. surprise? Yes, it's a special kinder surprise of unfortunately nothing. They lied to you. Oh. The kinder is a lie. The kinder is a lie. Yeah, I think Rumors is going to wait. Okay. Can I roll, like, perception or something to see how much of the artist's soul I can perceive? <laughs> um, before that, I'll go back to Coral. So, Coral, um, you make your way through the hole, and it seems almost perfectly sized for you. And finally, you get to the end, and it seems to go upwards, and there's light coming from outside as well. Uh, I climb up. Yes. It's not a high climb. It's literally just a couple of feet above you then you come out and you're surrounded by trees <gasps> this is beautiful um trees trees is all is all you can see okay hello hello no response coral okay then um let me see let's see if i can try and communicate with uh the trees <laughs> speak with trees maybe nature would that be Yes, roll me nature to see if you can gain some glimpse of insight from the trees. Okay. Oh, 20 plus two, <laughs> 22. I rolled 22 for nature to gain insight from rolls, the trees. Carl. So looking around, you can tell that it looks like some kind of creature or some being of some sort has been around these areas. There's a lot of broken twigs going in one direction and another direction. And you also see, once you actually squint and look around, that this is outside the um, actual village. Like, you can see the walls of the village as well. And the trees are happy that you're there. <laughs> happy I'm here too. Okay. So, there's twigs. They seem disturbed. There's... Yes. Say it again, there's, and there's some... So there's, in a few directions, there seem to be, like, some twigs and some broken twigs, that sort of thing. Like, you can tell that somebody's walked in one of these directions, or people have walked in all of these directions. Okay, all right. So I will, I'll go in the direction of one of the uh, disturbed twigs. Okay, um, which one? To give you more, um, more insight into your decision. So if you're facing towards the walls of the town, one goes to your right, one to your left, and one backwards. Uh, the opposite direction of the town. I'll go in the opposite direction from the town. Cool. After following the trail for what seems like maybe five or ten minutes, um, you can see that a tree has a number of scratches on them, almost like somebody's uh, used it to climb up the tree. Um, and the trail goes cold from there. Okay, so I climb up the tree. Can I do that? Yes. Uh, could you roll? Oh, have you climbed a lot of trees? Um, I imagine so. I'll just let you climb the tree then. Okay. Um, you climb to the very top of the tree and you... The very top? Um, yeah, or if there's any sign of uh, anything before the top, then there. But yeah, otherwise the top of the tree. Yeah, um, you climb to the top of the tree and notice like some of the branches are slightly bent or broken. Um, you can see like some scratches on the branches as well, um, but nothing else. It's almost like somebody's jumped off from here and disappeared. Interesting. The trail has gone cold after that. Yes. Meanwhile, let's jump back to the three who are on the other side. How are you three doing? Yeah, I'm just... Uh, Karim is just getting impatient, waiting. Oh, yes. Um, and how about you, Prospero? I'm just hanging out near the hole. I'm going to say, Coral! <laughs> I don't think you can hear me. I don't think so. You can, however, hear the screams of the wizard, just like, oh, woe is me, kind of screams. That wizard really is a piece of work. Yes, <laughs> Ada, have you deciphered this poetry yet? Um, can I make my perception roll for the artist's soul? <laughs> sure. Cool. Do you perceive the artist's soul? That's a nine. The artist's soul is definitely present here, but you can't seem to grasp it as, as much as you wanted to. Oh, I don't understand. I thought he was so connected. Yes, but to I think art. I think before that you were making progress when you were kind of deciphering where this might lead us. Oh, 
Fine, I'll do it the boring way. Yes, the boring way. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, 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 okay. So we have the capitals here. So, Two o'clock will now fly Dusk's Tower. So the the capitals are two o'clock from will now fly Dusk's Tower. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys, are you ready? Yes. Because... I see a twinkle in your eye, Ada. Yeah, I think I got it. All right. And before you can say that, let's cut back to Coral again. <laughs> it's... <gasps> Coral, what are you doing now? I climb back down from yep, the tree. Yep. Makes sense. Yes. I follow the pathway back to uh, where I came out from, the, the hole. Oh, are you going back in the hole? And... No, I thought I'd go in a different direction. Yes. Which direction would you like to go? Left or right, I guess? Um, Right. Very similar to the first path, you find that it ends at a tree. Okay. I will, I'll climb up this one again, just in case. Yep, that's totally fine. Um, basically, it's the very same as the first path. Unfortunately, it looks like they've climbed the tree and then either flown away or jumped away to another tree, or you can't really tell. All right, I'll climb back down and I'll go through uh, the left path this time. Yep. I am sad to tell you that you find the very same on the third path as well. I thought I was going towards the town. Okay. Oh, no. So two of them were going to the right and left of the town, and then one was away from the town. Right, right. But it's all the same. Okay. Interesting. Well, I guess I'll go back down the hole then. Very well. Um, while Coral is doing this, let's cut back to the three of you. Okay. Okay. The wizard was right. Two comes before one. Okay? So it's two times shall fall the secondary clock. Dusks still stand with the primary tower... From then, the tertiary descends with will. Now, the quaternary stays. Clocks will fly. Do you get it? Uh, no, it sounds like gibberish nonsense. Okay, okay. Then, the order matters. Right? Okay. Two dusks from now, clock tower will fly. That is a bit more intelligible. Well done! <laughs> Wow. Oh, sounds like stuff and nonsense to this old dog. <laughs> well, th- I mean, that means that we need to go to the main clock tower then, doesn't it? Right. I get, well, in two dusks from now, I guess. Two dusks from now? Well, that's two days from now, surely. Yeah, I guess so. I solved the riddle. Um, yeah. <laughs> you solved the riddle. <laughs> I was I, very I happy with himself. The riddle. But I figured out it was two days. That's. I don't think we were c- confused about oh. that. It's at this point that Coral pops out of the hole as well. Hi, guys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. So um, I found some trees that looked like people were flying out of them. Does that have anything to do with the Well, that's fly? peculiar because, I mean, pass on the news. We solved the riddle. Well, I solved the riddle. She did. Oh. I helped. Oh. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two dusks from now. Clock tower will fly. Huh? How does a clock tower fly? Well, how does a boulder appear out of nowhere? I don't know. Magic. Maybe they need to assemble all the clocks to to, to vanish away. Or Why did they leave us a clue? I... <laughs> Someone's playing games with us. Someone's yeah. playing and some kind of game. Uh, uh, Prospero found uh, on this boulder. What does it say? Tim, Tim the... the Time Turner. Tim the Time Turner. I don't know if the time is some sort of moniker and his name's Tim, Tim Turner. Turner. Well, I mean, right. Tim the Time Turner, we know one person who turns time, and that's this pink sheep man. Oh, yeah. Kronos. Kronos. Does he turn time, though? Let's go ask him, and okay. I'm going to go walk to the... the, the... <laughs> He's just still just screaming, Oh, woe is me. Hello. Whoa. Hello. 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 Question. Yes. Tim the Time Turner. Who's ah! that? He's turned back into a sheep. <laughs> Have you heard of this name? No. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you in two days. Uh, we're off to do a little quest. Wait, is this, is this, I don't feel the power anymore of this rope. Ah, yes. Well, uh, it will, uh, it'll come to you soon, but you just must, you must not be concentrating. Are you sure? I'm positive. As you say, young wizard, from one wizard to another. Yes. Gives you like a very knowledgeable nod. It's like, yeah. Oh, I think I feel something. <laughs> that brings now. glee to his eyes, and he's just like suddenly excited. And he says, If I could clap my hands, I would, but I can't. 
Is, uh, is he going to be okay like this? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. He'll be fine. All right, let's go, and uh, we uh, leave. I leave. Uh, <laughs> Grimmie leaves. Grimmie leaves towards the tower that um, we came from. I'm going to go back in the hole. There was another path I didn't explore. Okay, oh, Carl, okay. I will stand guard at this hole. Wait for you to reappear. Thank you. Um, so the there was like a two ways. There was originally. So when you so you go down that side and you take like a number of steps and mm, could you roll me an insight, please? Insight. Okay, I got eleven. Um, first of all, you notice that this is around the location. Like you seem to be just beneath the cottage you were in before, the cottage with the clock, the cottage that you hid inside. Uh, the second thing that you notice is that there are a number of broken pieces of the clock on the ground in this tunnel. Um, rolling intelligence check. Uh, specifically, ooh, why not investigation? Okay. That is again an 11. That is totally fine. Um, just from a glance, you can tell that while the pieces of the clock are on the ground, they seem to be missing any mechanical aspect to it. It almost seems like it's the uh, it's a shell of a clock, and the inside, including the actual clock face, is missing. Shattered pieces of clock all over the ground. Yes. And the, the face is missing. Yes. And that's all I can see. Yes. And all the pieces are wooden as well. So when I say shattered, it's more like maybe four or five pieces of the clock. There are large pieces of the clock. And just from a glance, you can tell that you can put it together and the outsides would remain almost identical to how you saw it before. The only thing missing would be the actual clock face. But it makes no sense because you know, judging from the clocks that you've seen in the clock shop, that a clock has internal mechanisms. And this clock seems to work fine without any of those. There's no placements for, like in the wood, for such mechanisms. Is there anything else in the room? Oh, in the tunnel? No. Okay. Is this the end of the tunnel? Yes. Okay. Can I gather all the pieces and take them with me? You can, yes. Okay, I do that. I pick them all up and put them in my rucksack, and I take them with me. Brilliant. Hi, guys. Yo, cute! <laughs> Coral, you um, frighten me every time you come out of that hole. Oh, you are too easily frightened, my friend. What did your keen halfling eyes spot? <laughs> well, I found what appears to be a broken clock, but it's weird. There's no gears or anything. It's just made of wood. Uh, so I pull out all the pieces and I kind of screw them on the ground so everyone can see. I am still in the room with the old wizard, just... If I well, oh, so you stayed there and everybody else left? Is that yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah, like, Karima would have uh, gone to walk away and then seen Prospero uh, guarding the tunnel. He kind of would have just kind of muttering. Like, <laughs> he's muttering outside. Poor Karima, I think he's been very disappointed by his idol. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Never meet your heroes. Yeah, yeah. So Kar Karima's just muttering outside. Listen up, kids. Never meet your heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's a lesson for you, kids. Yeah, time was it overrated. Garbage. Your <laughs> just muttering under your voice. Yeah. Mouth. Um, yes. So Ada, with notwithstanding, the three of you are in the other cottage in the room and with the pieces of clock. Does this mean anything to you? Oh, the outer shell of a clock. Its insides have been removed. Mm. Is this um, similar to the? divination clock face that I found in the tower? Uh, is that the part that's been removed? Or? Yes, that is. So the clock face is what's been removed. You can tell that the insides don't seem viable for housing the internal mechanisms of a clock. It almost seems like it's a toy for a child, so you can like, actually just put it together and then remove it again. Like there are small wooden holes that house the other wooden pegs from the other side and stuff like that. You could literally just put it together so looking at it, does Karina like this is just a shot in the dark? Does he, maybe he might think that this might be have holding something else that wasn't yes, a clock. Yes, so that that could yeah, that's that's totally a viable conclusion. I'd say Karima. Hmm, right. <clears throat> seems too obvious. Perhaps this was holding something else. I mean, these clocks that they are worshiping seem powerful. So uh, something along those lines. Uh, where did you find it? Where was it going towards? Uh, it was just in the tunnel. It was sort of going towards the town. But it, you know, it just stopped there. There wasn't anything else in the tunnel. Right. And uh, from the hint that we got from the poetry and Two Dusk's Time Towers Will Fly, it seems the, the crashing of this cottage, then the hands stealing the clock, uh, maybe uh, they've taken what they're taking to the tower and... Uh, oh, um, 
as they're talking, Sikiri was getting a headache. Prospero suddenly sort of furrows his brow and and his eyes sort of dart around, and he looks out the door towards the tower. And I'm imagining like the moon is sort of behind the tower, silhouetting the tower as it stretches into the sky. And he sort of looks at it and narrows his eyes, and mathematical formula start floating around his head. (laughs) And he says, "You know what, friends? That tower." resembles some kind of arrow, an arrow that may fly through the sky. So when the riddle says towers will fly, perhaps it means that the tower will literally fly. Well, I think the tower is our destination, then. Should we bring the wizard or leave him in this chair? (laughs) Um, Just to take an opportunity to cut back to Ada and Mm -hmm. the wizard... Um, Ada is going to take out some of her rations and feed them to the wizard. Oh, Ada, she's got a heart of gold. <laughs> the wizard eats them ravenously. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I just want to say thanks for helping us solve the riddle. You really helped me to see into the artist's soul. Nah. <laughs> okay, well, that's all I had to say, so, um, Bye. He kind of like, you can tell that he's trying to wave, but he's tied to a chair, so he can't. Um, then Ada exits, and do I see these guys? Uh, yeah, you see uh, Karima parading uh, towards... <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, yeah, we're both we're both marching like we were at the start, because uh, we feel like we've finally got a purpose. We're heading back towards that tower. And Coral okay. is frantically chasing after them. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, I will follow. And so the fellowship and party strode courageously on towards what might just be the greatest adventure of their lives. Will they be able to stop Tim the Time-Turner and save space and time itself? Listen to the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel to find out. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review on Apple iTunes. It helps us a lot and means we can be found by others as well. You can find us on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, on Twitter at DFYT underscore podcast, and on Instagram at DFYT underscore podcast. Yes, they're the same. Or for some old school jazz, you can email us at DFYTpodcast at gmail.com. That's DFYTpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. And until then, keep your towels at the ready.